What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to episode three. Today, we're talking to my good friend, Kamal X. He's a photographer. He is currently located in Oakland, but he really is a traveler. He has traveled the world and shared beautiful images and photography through his Instagram page. He now focuses mainly on photography and he has a lot of good things to say. So today we have an intuitive conversation all around perfectionism and some standards that you may or may not set for yourself or possibly others. And we also talk about how we got to know each other. If you don't really care about that, I will put a timestamp in the show notes so you can skip through that. But let's get going. Oh, hey, fancy seeing you here. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Naomi, your host, and this is Mindful Movement. Where we talk about psychology, fitness, nutrition, and how all of those things are kind of the same thing, (laughs) but not at all, or rather how they're connected. So let's get to it. Good. There we go. Okay. We're on fire. See that? Look at that. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Hey, y'all. What's going on? It's the podcast vibes, man. Oh, my gosh. New vibes. New vibes. New vibes all around for both of us, eh? Right? Yes. Like, we're both kind of doing new vibes. Yes. Here. We're doing two things, two new things. It's going to be great. <laughs> two th- new things at once. Me, I have a podcast, Quest Supreme Podcast. What's up, y'all? And But I've taken a long break. Um... And then my great friend over here, Naomi, who is going, who was starting her podcast, and we're coming together in a powerful way. Yeah, we're gonna bring What's some up? good messages to you guys today. It's gonna be wonderful and fun. For sure, because I know I'm ready to learn. Because this is um, our friendship has been really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been connecting through this ordeal, this experience that we are all going through in COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm um and we were just talking and running through ideas and we're like yo we can actually do a podcast together like there's a way to do it (laughs) where like you can sync it together and it won't sound bad like you won't sound like you're on a cell phone and then i sound like i got a good mic so we're like in two separate places but we are hoping that the sound sounds like we're in one right yeah it's yeah it's gonna sound like we're in one i'm fully i'm very confident (laughs) (laughs) word up because we got to create and i think that's the thing about this whole experience is like you got to create you got to find ways to fill in the time and and more most importantly or not even most importantly but something that's also dope is like if you're spending time doing things that you really care about you know like things that really take you somewhere and help you learn and i think that's one of the greatest gifts yeah what's going on and it's like yeah. whatever we can do to just light up the room in our own room literally <laughs> like in our it's own a, room. It's a, yeah literally like because i've yeah. been looking at the same room for months and it's, it's driving me crazy yeah it's it's your sanctuary come on you got to think of it as your sanctuary it's beautiful yeah <laughs> shit i mean it, it's a sanctuary all right it's a den that's yeah. what it is it's a den. yeah it's a little cave yeah it's it's my it's my home i do appreciate it though i do I do. Yeah. Um, it's so weird, too, because, like, for me, like, you're from, where are you originally from? Just Southern California, plain and simple. Born and raised my whole life. 100%. Dope vibes. Yeah. And for yeah. me, I met you when I was living in L.A. 
um yep. we actually used to be is a story behind that should we tell the people like the, the yeah, vibe tell the people like yeah the tell people, them. like how we how we met like how yeah we were both trainers we we're both trainers yeah. and we went to this um school what was it afna called afna, afna. Adam, yeah and we just tom, became, remember tom? tom oh my gosh the dude he's the man oh my yes. gosh he he made me so like because i really i really thought i was going to be a a trainer to be like make it a life coach training thing back at that day and yeah. he was very supportive and i just remember oh like he, i was like oh i can really do this man like yeah <laughs> not yeah, knowing that totally. it would be one of the hardest things ever because like i just realized that science the body and all that stuff just wasn't a natural thing for me to learn um yeah. But it it made me such a, a great a great person, and I and I remember you helped me through that shit. Like I remember, there was moments yeah. where I had breakdowns in class, when we got to a point where we were like, in like the, we were like in what would you call that graduate school? Not graduate, like master's program levels of this academy, uh-huh. and there was only like four of us left, and we we're getting like yeah. the <laughs> deepest level of like. Yeah. <laughs> knowing oh my God. how to train like to the point and where he would pull the, out like the little angle meter thing oh for like joints. <laughs> it was science could you like explain this a little yummy. better because like I, you do it yeah. better than i did but it was deep yeah 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 i'm still a trainer after it's been it can't believe it's it's been almost 10 years 10 years wow yeah can you think of almost like pretty close that's mind-blowing yeah, wow. we were what we started out in a class of at least thirty people, if not more. There were a lot of us, mm-hmm. and then slowly, like day after day, we used to go Monday through Friday, I think, or maybe three days a week. Did we go five days a week? I think we did. Yeah, it yeah. might have been. Yeah, it got yeah. real because like it was like trying to get the time in, like the hours in. So it was like y'all can yeah. go the long route, and it could take forever, or you can just yeah. hammer it in and then be done. Yeah which yeah, was worse and for we me. Were, well, we, yeah, like we, we did it the real way. Like we, we ended up having to take the NASM test at the end, but it was like, we were there every day in a classroom learning things like all day long. And we would have a lunch yeah. break. And then after lunch, we would all train each other and we would take turns training each other. And by the yeah. end of this thing, I think there were only like four or five of us left. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Come on, you're not leaving. Don't Yo, give I swear, I was the one like, yo, listen, I was on my way out. I was like, what the yeah. hell is going on? And, and yeah. I don't know if the listeners really understand how complex it is because when I came into it, you're thinking a trainer, oh, you just need to know workouts and like no. how to do different workouts. Yeah, and that's like literally how I came into it. And yeah. like when I yeah. first started the program thinking, oh, it's not going to be that deep. Like, and when I tell you, we started learning about the whole body the where I feel like I was like, inhibition. listen, listen to that. Listen to that word she, she just said. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So like when you need to understand the whole anatomy and how it works and how this muscle affects that muscle and why that does that and the why of the body, that's what it was. It was like learning the why of the body. And that's something that I was not like, Prepared. whoa. Yeah. So it took yeah. us to a yeah. whole new. So, yeah, I was on my way out. And I remember there were times, and I always will be thankful for this, because there were times where I think it was more of a confidence thing and feeling uncomfortable, yeah. where, like, because you would have to stand up and it'd be, like, four or five people in the classroom, and you got to 
do a whole demonstration on why this is that, why yeah. the left ankle is hurting from a shoulder injury oh, on the yeah. r- on the yeah. right left say, side. How do you connect your shoulder? <laughs> yeah. How do you connect yeah. all that to the ankle? And I would be like, my words would be trembling, and I'm like, uh, I get so nervous. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not. And I yeah. remember Naomi was like, yo, you got this. You got this shit, yeah. man. You got this shit. And literally, so she didn't say that. Knows, well, <laughs> he had it. It was in yeah. there. Like, he did yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. And it was funny. And this was a lesson for me. Because, and I loved everybody in that classroom. But yeah. they, no one gave me that kind of support in that moment. And whether wow. they felt that way or not, I don't know. It doesn't necessarily matter. But the point yeah. is that you stood up and said something and that moment of reassurance, uh, connection, of confidence yeah. led me to go, yo, she right, I, I got this shit. And like I, I did it. it. <laughs> and it, and yeah, it was so, me. yeah, I passed this shit. And then I ended up working at Equinox, which is like one of the top gyms. Oh it's like a whole thing. Yeah. Like It's a whole work, thing. A whole thing. Like, yeah, you worked at Equinox. It's like, oh, yeah. wow. You got to be. So even Ooh, though I quit after fancy. two months. But like, yeah. it's a whole nother yeah, story. Yeah, you did Jeez. it. Yeah, but you I, tried I did it. it. I did it. Yeah, I just, it it just wasn't for me. Um, yeah. But yeah, thank you it, for that. Yo, I'll never forget that. I'll never forget oh, that moment. I'll you helped me as well. Moment. Yeah, it was. But, we were bonded. We ate a lot of Chipotle together. Come on. Oh, man. <laughs> it was Seeing like right that, under that, our school. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's all it was. That's all it was. I will say, though, I was in the best shape of my freaking life though <laughs> working out every right. day like getting trained for like it wasn't for free but you were getting trained every day like and everyone yeah. was trying to test out new things and made sure it worked oh like oh that was I good times making greg like sprint on this <laughs> i made one of our <laughs> classmates because he uh, he was my client like sprint on one of those woodway treadmills because he was a soccer player and i was like this is really mm-hmm. cool he can just like keep doing intervals yeah, like, this is really dope. Yeah. <laughs> but then yeah. i learned i was like okay you don't want to kill your client in the first 10 minutes of the session 100 100 percent. everybody yeah. has their breaking point um but again more reasons as to that was such a dope experience i'm happy that you're still in it you're doing great in it right you're like i think you're working at what afterburn like you're like yeah holding down the staff like everyone looks to you for information and everything like you're like like you're like a leader in the industry now that's amazing i just i remember our our instructor was like so kind and like when when we graduated or whatever you want to call it he was like he like he just made me feel so good. He was like, Naomi, you're like a really nice asset to this industry. And he said something really deep, you know? And I was like, wow, Wow. I don't feel that way, but I will trust (laughs) you. But you know what I mean? I just, it's one of those things that like, I am really blessed that like, I love anatomy and I love helping people. And this is just a really nice place for it to kind of meld together but it's not it's not for everybody and i think a lot of people get into the industry and they think like oh i like working out like yeah but have you ever tried teaching somebody else something like you can love yeah. like you like love photography but teaching somebody else how to take a photo is like it's literally a completely different thing <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that's so real and it's um one of the things because i i was a great trainer it just it didn't I just yeah, knew where right. I wanted. I wanted to go somewhere else. But one of the things that I also did notice about trainers, and it's something that I just look at, similar to what you just said about the photography, was there was a difference between uh, trainers that lost, knew the struggle of 
keeping your body in shape or mm-hmm. losing weight or just those issues, the level of being able to connect and understand where the quote unquote client is coming from versus someone yeah. that is just born with an eight pack and just yeah. like is yeah. just in shape and just, you know, th- there's yeah. like this this lack of understanding of what it's like for someone to be able to be to be built to that point that you are at naturally. Yeah. I think it's hard to have empathy for somebody if you've never Mm -hmm. worked for it because you're just kind of blessed that way. And if you're not Mm -hmm. blessed that way, you know the work and the time and the effort and the sacrifice Mm -hmm. that it takes. Mm -hmm. And the the, honestly, the mental capacity that really like people focus on it now, but it's really like if you're not correct mentally or or sound, I should say, like you're going to have a really hard time in fitness. And I think people, they want to be trainers a lot of them are kind of i think a lot of industries are this way actually are kind of sick Mm. like a lot of them Mm. might have eating disorders or disorders where they want to be perfect all the time and so they overwork out or they under eat or whatever that whatever that looks like but they come to the industry maybe not knowing the struggle of actually just wanting to be healthy or improve yourself and i think like the sustainability of fitness or or anything for that matter. Like tons of people that go to school to be psychologists are just really, really mentally unsound. And yeah. I can imagine that industries like dietitians are like that too. A lot of people who go to school for dietetics are just, they have eating disorders. Like there's something about mm. it that's like, I want to lean into this thing because I'm so obsessed with it, which I think is yeah. really, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Hmm. It makes me think when, and, it, and it's like, to broaden it out it makes me feel like what we're saying is sometimes the image of something can be very misleading and something that can seem perfect or good or seem like it's for the cause or be the thing that you might want to aspire to be like the the side that you don't see behind closed doors is oftentimes a lot different from what you're seeing on the stage and what you think is happiness or perfect or fulfillment even can not might not necessarily be that depending on the story behind the person you're paying attention to because that was very interesting the comment about like the eating disorder and Mm -hmm. not eating and sculpting your body to be something it's like is that happiness is that joy is that is that like healthy is that healthy that's a great word health is that healthy I just don't know that it's almost like I want to fix all these other people because I can't fix me. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't mm. know. Or maybe if I fix enough people, it'll make me feel better about me. Because usually they mm. like, usually people who get into at least fitness anyways, and this mm-hmm. is probably like a social faux pas, but usually when they're obsessed with fitness, they look pretty dang good. So they're getting all this like external reward you know what i mean oh Mm -hmm. you look so good wow you work so hard it's almost like Mm -hmm. punishment my therapist at one Mm. point asked me because i I used to work out a lot she was like why are you punishing yourself and i was like what Mm. it was this really Mm. weird perspective and i was like i don't feel like i'm punishing myself and i had to like step back and really think like am i punishing myself why would i want to do that like what's the search for perfection that's never Mm. really not gonna happen yeah there's no perfect you don't arrive at perfect. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, it's yeah. always like the when what what will be enough? 
one of the things, man, I remember uh, uh, one of the pastors I, I, I really appreciate, T.D. Jakes, um, he said something really great. And he one of his challenges is definitely like keeping up. With, well, that's everybody's challenge. It's like being, uh, staying in shape, eating healthy, and, you know, just being healthy. And he was saying that when he was 30 years old, 35 years old, he used to be so hard on himself thinking that, oh, I need to lose more weight. I need to lose more weight. I don't look good at it. I need to get it together. And then as he's 60-something, he says he looks at pictures of when he was 35, and he was like, what the hell was I thinking? I was looking (laughs) great. I was amazing at that age. And that's so crazy because I'm at an age now where I'm starting to really understand what he's saying because I remember Mm -hmm. pictures when I was like 28, and I might have been a little bit like um, hard on myself about whatever. And I look at those pictures. I'm like, yo, I was looking good. I was looking good. What yeah. was I? What was I thinking? And then it's like this thing of how we see ourselves versus the story we tell ourselves versus what's really. It's all yeah. not even versus. It's just a matter of what is the story that we're telling ourselves, and what is enough. Yeah, and it's hard to. It's weird. It's like the human condition to sit in it and not be able to see it. But when you're removed mm. from it, you can see it, which is really, it's strange. And it's, it's, I wish that there was like a better tool or a way. And I think the best way is honestly just having people around you that you're able to bounce things off of and they can see stuff that you can't see. And usually mm. we don't want to listen, but they're usually wow. like, Hey, yo, this is wrong. No. Do you see this thing? And you're like, no, I'm good. No, I'm fine. No, like, I'm I'm good. I got it. No. <laughs> I or got it this. can be the. Or it can be the positive where I'm like, yo, no, you look good or you look you you look great yeah. or and then you don't yeah. know how to accept that either. Like I'll be honest no, with yeah. my photography, I yeah. love my photography. And yeah. like but I'm still I, like if someone gives me like crit not criticism, but like positive reinforcement, like, yo, this is really dope. This is some of the greatest yeah. photos I've seen, stuff like that. I go, Okay, yeah. cool, thanks. Like, I don't know how to, like, it's like, yeah. I, I take it in. It's like, I'm not saying no, but it's like, yeah. in my mind, I'm like, well, this still isn't the visions that I have in my yeah. mind. Like, in my mind, yeah. the pictures that I see myself making, I'm still not really there yet. So even though, and but even if I get to that, I don't, so back to what we're saying, I'm and what I'm already realizing in this conversation is I need to work on is there is no, oh, now I'm making the picture that, I can now take in the love and the appreciation. I need to do it now. There is no, I meet, I reach some level and now I can just take it all in. Cause if I don't learn to take it in, I just won't take it in. And and it goes by, right. And then it's never absorbed. Or maybe you look back 30 years from now and you're like, dang, that was a really good photo. (laughs) Yeah. Like what was I being so hard on myself? What was I comparing myself to where I didn't accept that, yo, you started from nothing and taught yourself the art. And you're to a point where watching you grow as a photographer, just like from afar. And I'm like, dang, that's Uh, incredible. Yeah. It started really, it was a weird random thing. It really was. I had no freaking idea. No freaking idea at all. You decided one day. It kind of just happened. It just like it was in me, but I didn't realize it because I had this crazy addiction with movies. Like I started getting into real movies, real movies, meaning the ones that aren't necessarily 
uh, general population blockbusters. So once yeah, I started like getting into like the yeah, once I started getting to like the Oscar level, the independent films, like starting to follow like serious actors that aren't just putting bubblegum movies up, but real serious <laughs> acting. And yeah. I started like I got like it was like a breath of fresh air that I couldn't stop learning. I just I started watching. It was almost like I watched a movie, it literally like a movie a day, or I started a new movie, or I would keep looking at a list and find out what was the best movies of the 80s, the 90s, 70s, like who won best picture, who won best actor. And I didn't understand why I was doing this. I just was like, why am I so fixated with movies? And I'm like, it gotta mean something. Like, cause it's crazy yeah. how much I'm into this. And I yeah. think what was happening was, it was more about visual storytelling. And I had an addiction um, to the idea of visually telling a story. So once yeah. I picked up the camera and I got out of that phase of trying to take photos for other people and doing the whole travel, little person, big background, look at where I'm at. Once I got out of that and started realizing and using my, my voice, really, it was similar. It was like, oh, I'm able to formulate ideas into a photo and share that with people. And you don't have to speak English. Or I don't have Spanish to say no damn yeah. thing. I don't got to worry about what I look like. I don't have to deal with racial yeah. biases. I don't have to deal with like if I'm not from your country. I don't have to deal yeah. like it's a photo. You don't even need to know who I am. But when yeah. you see the photo, it makes a statement. And that was just so um, that's been so powerful for me. So I think that's that's where it kind of came from. And I don't think I've ever talked about this openly with anyone this um, is beautiful. Not, in, yeah. not on this anyway, not on, on the podcast. So, yeah, that's that's really a lot of where it came from. And um, Cool Bees, I hear you're becoming a photographer again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's the Kamal. word on the street. Yeah, Kamal <laughs> has coaxed me to re-ignite like, my flame for photography. <laughs> Because I have this way of collecting all this, like, oh, cool equipment. Yeah, I'm going to get so into it. Yeah, let's do it. And then I'm like, I have this. If we want to be real, I have this, like, I love photography, right? And I think mm -hmm. that, like, in my mind, it's like, I want to live up to, like, everything you were just talking about. I want to be so good at this. And it's like, mm -hmm. you take a, a shot, and it's like, that ain't it. <laughs> and it's like you didn't even mm. give it a chance like yeah, if this yeah, was yeah, yeah. film and i couldn't see it like i would just shoot all mm. however many exposures and i wouldn't even know no, until we developed have. them yeah. yeah and like magic happens when you shoot on film but it's like because it's digital and it's instant and we live in this like instant world it's like it's so like I'm so quick to just be like mm -hmm. that's not good enough or like get discouraged or if I feel like I don't have the right setting or the right lens or like it's really easy yeah. to look at something and and feel like it's so much bigger than you and it's just mm. not like just mm. so you guys know Kamal gave me this great advice like just pick one thing and start to like <laughs> and it was settings right so like just really harp on settings like and, and yeah. attack the ISO or what, whatever like and that was something that I could do. And I was like, okay, yeah, damn, yeah. I could do that. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. fun. I yeah. can do that. That's no problem. But yeah. I also have, like, a character flaw of mine is, like, I'm obsessed with whatever I'm obsessed with. Like, at the time, I just mm -hmm. get obsessed. So it's like, mm -hmm. I want to do a good job. At, like, the very core of it is, like, I just want to do a good job. And so mm. I think 
being okay with not doing a good job and understanding that that's a stepping stone to quote doing a good job is just Mm. a lesson that like even now like I'm 30 I'm still learning Mm -hmm. to be okay with not being good all the time or perfect a lot of the time it's okay to put something out in the world like my podcast is a result of that right like the first thing I did when I Mm -hmm. recorded my first episode was like send it to all my friends to rip apart to tell me what I could do better like Mm. I I Mm. like that and I value that but it's like I didn't just let it be it's really hard for me to Mm. just put things out and let it be like it's like it's out there forever and it says it says I'm imperfect or it says permanence to me and I have this like character flaw of permanence like oh it's permanent Mm. even though it's not you know it's just something that I tell myself like you were saying earlier like the story I tell myself is if I take this picture I it says x y and z about me or I put yeah. on this podcast and people are going to look at it or listen to it five years from now and it'll be like, wow, what, what was she saying? And it's like, mm. God, why am I so hard on myself? <laughs> you know, yo, it's okay. The, like, it's good. The, ch- the challenge of high standards, yo, like yeah. it's something yeah. like it, it's a real thing. And, it, and I think yeah. it makes us dope because it one, it makes us like do great things and put ourselves to certain you know, level of how we're going to behave, how we're going to treat others is a part of this too. I think people with high standards normally treat people better. Well, not, well, not all the time, but like, I think that's a part (laughs) of a way of thinking. And, um, but there's also envy, envy in the mofos that have low standards and do whatever the fuck they want. Like they, like, like yes. they don't even oh care. Gosh. They just put it out. Like there's not even. Yeah, a, like, yeah I don't. I know the sound is off. I know the fuck. I don't even care, man. Like I don't. Yeah. You know, like there's something oh beautiful about that person too, and yeah. it, there. It's yeah. like I guess we both can learn something from each other. Uh, or I envy those people like yeah. I'm jealous like you could just let it ride you're good like you're yeah like, your shirt's not shit. even tucked like, in yeah oh, what right? are you wearing what are you wearing i don't give a fuck bro i don't like some yeah. people really be like planning their outfits out and i, I do that depending yes. on the situation hot date yeah. but you know like it, <laughs> but some people will go on a date and don't give a shit like yeah. uh, you know hey, that's what's shit yeah. on you know which I mean, you know it, it, yeah <laughs> I'm kind of like that, like with my makeup. Like I'm like, dude, if they don't like my real face, like they don't like and then me. They're so just not I'm gonna just gonna like ride me. it out. Uh, yeah, like I'm I might a, as well yeah. just do this. And that's now. some real. That's some real <laughs> ish right there. Because I tell you right now, I don't know if I could say this on the airwaves. We live in a different time. I don't know. Like, <laughs> oh, d- oh, I don't we'll know. Just, but we'll I, I, I'll say later, my preference. <laughs> my no, no, we're not. We're we're, we're no. Uh, um, but I'll say no. it. No, because okay. sometimes, like, if a girl has a lot of makeup on. Like, yeah. my thing is, well, this depends. There's some women that wear a lot of makeup and then they don't mind not wearing makeup. It just depends on how yeah. they feel that day if they're going to wear makeup. And they're completely yeah. fine either way. But there's sometimes where I've been in situations where it was like, without the makeup, it, it seemed like there was an issue there. And yeah. I like felt... a, a mask. Yes, to a degree. So, like, it just... I don't know. Like, it just is something for me is like, you know, I'm really into wanting to know someone for who they really are and not saying that makeup blocks you from being who you really are. I've just personally, personally, me disclaimer have been in situations where I find that women I've dated that seem to put a lot to cover up or or whatever often have issues really being straight up real with me 
and oh, wanting to really connect. Too. And that's what I would think. I would think men would do the same thing. It would be like a dude that flaunts money or like says, you know, it's, talk, it's like a way of like you see this before you see me. And I'm just going to use this as the catalyst to see me instead of like breaking through that and just, oh, this yeah. is who I am. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I guess it's, like the high. St- yeah. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, so I guess like the high standard thing is like, it's not that we're just completely high standard all the way across the board. It's just what think certain things we are on that level with, and certain things we're more lenient with. I guess it's a matter yeah. of who we each and each individual is and what. Yeah, I think it's part of probably like your history, your upbringing, the expectation you have, and it's like what's important to you, right? Like. Some people, like, if you're late, it's like, uh-uh, you better not uh, been late. You, but, like... Oh, yeah, don't even like come that, in. That's, yeah, that's, like, the value <laughs> set, right? Like, it's, like, disrespectful. Yeah. And for me, I'm yeah. like, oh, I don't know. Like, maybe they accidentally, like, slept in. Or, like, I don't, to me, yeah. it's not a speak of your respect. But that's my personal opinion, right? Like, I understand yeah. completely how someone could be like, you're late, you don't respect my time. I get it. I feel mm. like, you know what? I get that that's the message you can send. So like, you have to be careful if you have low standards because mm. if that's not a big deal to you or you're like a really chill person, like I yeah. had to learn, like you have to respect people's time because to me, it wasn't something that was that was built in. Like I have high standards mm. for myself and all this other stuff, but if someone is late for me, it's just kind of like, oh, you know, like I can make a little excuse for them. But really what they're saying is, or what they could be saying is, maybe they don't respect your time. And maybe that's okay. Yeah. Maybe that's the truth. Like, and that's an assumption, right? So you have to, mm. I mean, use your good old face and make noises and say, hey, do you respect my time or not? Yeah. <laughs> and then they'll, t- they'll tell up. you, you know what I mean? Like, or, or they yeah. won't, they'll get offended. But I, I think things are often best sorted by just being honest. Like, hey, just, just wondering, like, do you respect my time? <laughs> mm. And it's crazy because the word being honest, you know, and I wonder, yeah. and that's such a tricky, <laughs> because there's, unfortunately, there's levels to honesty. Uh-huh. There's, 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 you know, you can ask someone a question or someone can ask me a question. And depending mm-hmm. on my relationship with that person, how much I care, how much I want them to accept me. Because yeah. that's a big thing. Because stretching it. truths and or saying things politely and not being too harsh, a lot of that can sometimes come down to power and yeah. what and, and fear of someone leaving. And that's something for me personally. Yeah. In these times that we're living in with um, COVID and just being mm-hmm. quarantined out and you know, not being sure about what direction the world is going to go in, let alone my, well, I, you know, I know where I'm trying to go, but I just don't yeah. know how this is all going to look in the future. I find myself, my, my the people in my life, the, the numbers are like dwindling. <laughs> like it's yeah. like, it's coming yeah. smaller and smaller. And some of that for a, a number of reasons, but I've been noticing, um, a sense of fear of losing people that are close to me now, because if I lose the few I got left, what is left, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So the, yeah. the, the notion of being honest in relation to fear of being alone is some yeah, heavy like, ish. Yeah. Like if you share yeah. something that's completely honest in your truth, you might, inevitably put a wall between you and somebody else and that could be scary especially right now because there's only so many people left in the tribe yeah (laughs) 
Yeah, and yeah. no one's. We're not going out to the bar and uh, meeting some people. Yeah. It's not going yeah, down not, right you're now. Not, yeah, you're not putting yeah. new people in the tribe or replacing no, anybody. This is, it's that's what you got. This is this is like literally like one of them game shows. Where it's like a, uh, elimination. It's like okay, right? you're out. Yeah, you're out. Oh, you're out. We started yeah. out with ten. I had a whole clan. I had a whole like a crew whole squad. of ten people. Yeah. Like it was looking good. We were having all types of meetings, and it was, and it just been dwindling, man. Day by day, I'm losing people. Oh, oh, another one fell off the oh. ship. Damn. Yeah. Shit. Um, um, but I think, so, um, but it's been, I think, important though, and I think this is yeah. a part of, and I hope this is something that people can relate to, um, because it is forcing me to be more honest with myself than I've been in a long time because of this sense of <laughs> yeah. being alone, rethinking my connections, oh, back it, to what we're saying you. about the imagery thing, like yeah. perf- high standards. You can't have high standards in this shit. Like you can't, no. you just can't. Like it's you, like you gotta, you're yeah. at the bottom level in a lot of ways. Go ahead. It's like you you can't have, yeah, you have to kind of reevaluate and reassess everything, including your standards mm. for yourself, including your standards for your friends, like in mm. your tribe. And it doesn't mean you have to change it, but it, it certainly may need to have like another look at it and be like, well, mm-hmm. is was I being irrational here? Does that make sense? Are the people that I'm keeping close to me, the people that I want in my tribe, are the things that I'm doing, is the job that I'm keeping what I want to do, like everyone is reassessing everything because honestly, they have nothing else to do. All their vices are yeah. gone, and when you when you reassess, right? It's like it's. I feel like a lot of people are left with not knowing, and they're like, I'm not sure. Yeah. They're scared to move. To all of those people, just move. It's okay. Like yeah. this is the massive shift of the universe. Just move. It's okay. <laughs> you can always yeah, take it, it back or change something again. Yeah, it's. Oof, it's it's um yeah it's really it's crazy it's there it's interesting times and i i find it one thing that i I find interesting is understanding like cause i do notice that a lot of us are going through the same things yeah. but it's it's harder but you have to make an effort to know because we're again we're not being as social as we used to be you're not just having the meetups and talking and having random conversations anymore so like all communication for the most part is really deliberate like you have to make time and make a decision to say i want to speak to this person i want to connect with this person i want to like open up with this person and Yeah. yeah it's been it's been very hard for a lot of things but i'm also very proud of us at the same time because back again Mm -hmm. to what we're saying and i think this might be the vibe i know i'm (laughs) taking this with me is the idea of a perfection and the idea of what it's supposed to look like versus just accepting it for what it is and just because it doesn't look good just because it 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 is cutting people off just because it might be freaking lonely that's 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 just what it is it's like it it won't it would be great if you had 30 friends and all you guys were cool and you guys did skype zooms every two days and it was a party every day but the reality is it's not happening and yeah yeah i i got this advice when i was in ninth grade by a yard duty do you know what a yard duty is like a guy that no watches idea. you at recess it's he watches like the yard when you're, oh okay yeah i got you yeah like oh when otis. You're in school. we called him otis back in the day we called what him are otis. they called we, go, go we called him otis 
Um, some oh. some of the listeners would know. We call it, like that's just a name. That's a nickname. We just it's just a yeah. name. We just, it's a universal name. <laughs> but okay. keep going. Okay, dope. So this we call him yard, call him yard duties over here in Southern California. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah. but this is his name was Juan, and I'll never forget. Uh-huh. He was like five foot two, buff little guy, so nice. And he goes, mm-hmm. Naomi, you always have to look out for number one. And I was like, who 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 is number one? And he's like, you dummy. And I was like, oh, oh, oh right, got it, got it, got it. And like, yeah, I just took it with like this grain of salt. But literally every adult experience in my life, like if I like sit and think with myself, I'm like, you gotta look out for number one. Like you gotta look out for you. Because if you mm. don't, it's like pouring from an empty pitcher. Or it's like what you're saying, like, if you can't sit with yourself, it doesn't matter how many friends you do or don't have. Like, you're just, you're screwed because you don't know what it's like to just be you and be in your body and Mm. and just accept who you are. And like people, Mm. so many of the people that I know right now are just watching Netflix and like on TikTok. I'm like, go go do something, pick up a new hobby. This is like the only time in your life that everything is paused. You have Mm. every opportunity in the world right now to build, make, create, imagine, try out anything that you want, anything. Mm. Like Mm. go for it. It's your, this is the time. There's this joke, like this meme going around the internet that's like, this is the only retirement millennials will ever know. (laughs) That's a good, I never heard that. That's interesting. Yeah, but like, it we should treat it like it's a retirement like it's a blessing we get a break in our 30s nobody gets a break in their 30s everyone's got to work uh, their butt off we're the only generation yeah. that gets a break yeah and and I, and, I, and this right? I, and, I, and if that is the mentality um yeah. i mean it, it depends on who what you want in this life um sure and who you are but yeah. normally those kind of go hand in hand but i think um there's so much that can be be created in this time like Mm. and it doesn't it doesn't need to be this is the thing i'm doing this uh i'm doing this um art show like online show it's gonna be my first ever official art show selling pieces from my photos from the protests in oakland right and i'm really excited about it yeah i haven't posted it yet because they haven't given me the right links and i don't want to like tell people like yo this is going down in seven days but then like okay how do i go to it so i'm probably going to do something the next day or two because it's on august 8th um august 8th everyone mark your calendars august 8th and it's going down and um what's cool is is they're gonna let me like talk right yeah and um Oh, all right. I almost lost my thought for a second. Got it back. Um, it's back. So they're going to let me talk. It's going to let me talk. And it's crazy to me that, like, this has all been created within decisions I made within this time frame. Oh, like, yeah, like, this, it was really like, I quick. wasn't, I was not taking, like, I've been taking photos Pictures, for, like, yeah. seriously for, like, three years, but I was not willing to jump that jump over the ledge jump off the ledge of saying f it i'm just gonna put it out there i'm gonna see what happens like i'm like if they don't like it they don't like it but like i made a decision within myself to say yo i'm just gonna do it and i had no i didn't say oh i'm gonna do art shows i'm gonna do i just said i'm just gonna put it out and just see what the hell happens no this is not necessarily the perfect way no this is not the ideal circumstance but I've seen what happened and that's one opportunity. And the thing that I'm going to say 
in that talk, one of the topics I'm going to talk about, because they're giving me the whole, it's going to be a Black Lives Matter segment where I'll be speaking for 45 yeah. minutes on it. And yeah. I'm going to speak on the fact that from all the protests that I've been to, one of the things I did not hear said is a lot of the, the, the talking points were very similar, which is fine. But the things I did not hear was putting the onus on all the individuals that showed up and telling people that they have the power, not just to say, sign petitions and vote and all that. That's important. That's definitely what a lot of people are saying, but it goes beyond that. It's about being a better you. And when I think when you're being a better you, you naturally make the world a better place. So it doesn't always have to be, you have to become a less whatever person. You have to become a more, like, although, yeah, those talker points are very true and a lot of people do need to listen to that. But I believe each and every one of us just choose things that make us better, no matter how big or how small, it, it really makes this world a greater place and it puts us in positions where we can go, wow, I never thought this could happen. But if we get into yeah. the mindset of always thinking of the big picture and the perfect picture and the you know what it's supposed to look like i think uh, that's a part of it because we all feel that but then it comes a part where you have to say yo f it i'm just putting it out there i'm just going to do it i'm just going to be a better person today how do i become so the question is how do you become a better person yeah and like how do you be brave like how are you brave enough to to like muster up the gumption to actually do something like that or just like you said like just walk off the ledge it doesn't matter if people like it or people understand it or see it like i'm just gonna i just have to do it and i think that that's that's incredibly brave it's so vulnerable to just place your work and your like that's like little parts of your soul out there in the world for people to just stare at like Mm. but that's what makes it beautiful right like it's like something that you see because you're seeing something through your eyes and you get to have a camera and a lens and you take that picture and all these other people get to see it now. Like that's incredible. There's people who make like amazing art that I would have never seen with my eyes. You know what I mean? Ah, I see what you're saying. Mm, That's real. You know, one of the things um, when people say like forgiveness, they say it's about forgiveness and they say this about like, helping people like both things although seem like they're for the other person really are for the person giving it like so when you're helping someone you're really it really makes you feel good like you're you are helping someone but the deep down truth is this makes me feel better so that's why i'm doing a lot of the reason why i'm doing it when you forgive someone you forgive someone and it is good for that person and maybe that relationship but really you're forgiving that person or yourself so for you so you can be better so when it comes to my art or anything that i think anyone is trying to do whether it be external for the world to see or just for your own eyes only or your family or someone close to you i think that the the shift that i decided to make and i've learned this from listening to other artists and just individuals in general is realize it's it's for you so even if they yeah. so even if I put this art out and let's say I get no one likes it, that's gonna hurt. I'm not gonna lie. It's gonna do it. Yeah. You know, it's gonna let me know I need to get better or do something differently or whatever. But the truth is, like the fact that people are seeing like this is about me. And yeah. even if someone gets something of it, they buy it, great, amazing. But even if a million people bought it, that's not gonna make me happy about my art. 
Yeah. And that's the mistake I think some people make because then they do it away and they say, oh, I'm loving it. No, I'm not loving it, but I'm doing this. I'm doing the image or the I'm doing it the way people like it to be seen. And yeah. then they can be successful for that or they can be accepted for that and get a lot of notoriety for that. But those same people can be very unhappy. Why is that? I think yeah. it's because if you're doing it for other people and other people's acceptance, you're missing the whole point of the whole experience. 100%. And it's yeah, not authentic so, to you. It's just yeah, for else. Yeah. yeah. So I'm in a point where I'm I think the more I'm realizing I like my art. I like what I've built. I like the person I am. I like the moral code and compass I've come up with. I'm gonna be me. Not because I want you to like me and think that my morals are great and think that I'm a, a nice human being, but because no, I feel I love who I am. Yeah. And I'm going to be me for me, not for you. But it just so happens when I'm being a better person, a better me, you start attracting greater people. I hope I'm yeah. not over talking because I'm just get, I got no, kind of no, passionate that about that beautiful. for some reason. I don't know where that came from. No, that's from. true. Oh, come on. Come on. I don't know. It might be the coffee. It might be the coffee. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> come on, on eight nitro brews. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pumping over here, man. But yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. No, I, yeah. I think that that's true. I think when you show it for yourself, you start to show it for the rest of the world. And I think a mm. lot of people make the mistake of trying to make everybody else happy and, and they're not looking out for number one, like I was saying before. And, and we think that that's the route to success or joy. But there's no fulfillment there because it's not about it's really weird because like it's almost like this paradigm to be unselfish and to care about other people. You almost have to be selfish first, which is crazy, right? Mm. Like it feels wrong. Like it's like I have to worry about myself first. I have to take care of myself first. I have to do what speaks true to me with my photography or or whatever mm. that is like even myself as like a trainer or a manager, if I am not in a good place I'm in no place to manage people properly or I'm in no mm. place to train someone if I'm not in good shape and I don't know what that means. I don't have to be in the best shape of the world, right? But I still mm. have to come from a place of caring about my own fitness and myself to be able to give to other people. You can't give from nothing, mm. right? There's, mm. nothing, there's nothing to give. So it's like yeah. you have to build yourself to be able to give and I think that that truly does make make people better i wish that selfish this word selfish didn't have such a negative connotation to it yeah. like it's almost like you have to care about yourself like there's this big mm. trend of like self-love going on right now right mm. like oh like like take a bath or do i don't know do whatever makes you happy is your version of yeah. self-love but it's like that's true because if you don't love yourself first you're never going to be able to make your art the like a fulfilling way to you that feels good or be happy really because you're always just doing everything for everybody else it's just not sustainable mm. i think it's not sustainable yeah and what and what happens with all the chaos that's going on in the world and being stuck what you know i guess i'm gonna ask you a question yeah what are ways that taking everything that we're saying and taking it to the perspective of the now and where we are as a humanity as yeah. young adults what advice would you give someone as we continue to push through these times in relation to accepting yourself and gaining a greater sense of you to have more to give to the world 
I think honestly, this is so, it's a little bit old school, but it's like, listen twice as much as you talk and be sure that when you talk, you're coming from a place of you. Like if Mm. I were to say something that wasn't me centered or wasn't authentic to me, it might Mm. lead me down a path just to make somebody else happy. And like I said before, that's not sustainable. So, but if we don't take the time to listen to each other, we're never going to be able, like people spend all this time arguing back and forth, even the news, like every, everyone, no one's listening to each other. They're just like, do you hear me? Do you hear me? Do you hear me? Mm. And, and that happens in relationships. It happens in friendships. It happens on a big scale. It happens on a small scale, but it's often people not listening to each other. You're not listening. Mm. So I think in order to be able to have a good, like a good, center and be able to to show up for yourself you show up for yourself first you listen as best as you can and then when you speak it has to be authentic to you and something that like a boundary and something that's important to you right like don't Mm. say something just because you've heard it so many times and you don't know anything about it you don't even know you know what I mean? Like there's there's all kinds of stuff that happens in the world that you can be very passionate about something and completely have never researched it and completely misunderstand it. I think that happens all the time. Like people wow. don't take the time to accept that each and every one of us are all our own media port. They call it social media. So when mm. you're posting to your story, like, come on, your pictures, right? Like those are all little pieces of media. They all tell a message and they're really powerful because that's your art form. That's how you choose to speak a lot of the times. But like, and, and I guess photography is beautiful because people are more apt to listen to that, right? They're more apt to listen to that than to just listen to someone say something, right? Like you could talk or give a speech about a protest But if you just show a photo, they're more apt to listen to you. But I I guess what I'm really getting at is like, if if you don't know what you're looking at and you just hear it all the time, like take responsibility, know where you're coming from and then speak. What advice would you give people? (laughs) Take a take a step back is what I just heard that. that, Yeah, I like that. I like that. A word that I taking a step back. Yeah and seeing the frame a bit differently a different lens i think that was one of the things i talked about when this thing started because i love that we're using all these photography yeah, little uh, like isms little, <laughs> i love this i love this i love this uh so but one of the things like with photography is like um you'll look at the lens which is show the which will show what the pictures will look like in terms of how zoomed in it'll be or how wide the picture will be. That's based on the lens you put in. And yet I can be standing in the same spot and based on the lens that I put on will change the type of story I'm trying to tell. Yes. Just the lens itself. Yes. And it's like, some, so often we look at things through just one damn lens and it's like, yo, why don't you take a step back, look at this thing wide angle, yep you know see it really wide and see different sides of this or zoom in maybe you might be a little bit too broad in your understanding and maybe you're missing something because this is a lot of the problem is i think oftentimes when i hear people talking i know they're not necessarily familiar with what they're talking about is they just haven't taken the time like you said to really research and understand what they're talking about it's more of a like 
you're taking this in based on your story and maybe what you've been around yeah. and what you've heard in conversation or what's on your timeline that's fed to you yeah. through algorithms. Yeah. But you haven't like taken a real step to really ask real important questions with no bias. Because even me, like there's moments when I have, when I'm thinking of topics, whether it be race, America, um, uh, gender, yeah. Um, these things that are very crucial topics that we're all, you know, learning and dealing with it all the time. Yeah. And there'll be things where I'm like, ah, oh, I gotta, like, I have to force myself to look at this from outside of my lens. Like, I might not be comfortable with this idea, but I need to understand that it's not necessarily about me. And I need to, like, open it up. And there's times when you open up and you start realizing, damn, that was fucked up what I was thinking. And you start to, and it hurts sometimes. It's like, damn, I, I can. And you then you have a decision to make. Now, are you going to take that information and expand yourself yeah. and have a greater palette for empathy and compassion for others? Or are you going to close that door shut because you don't like what you're seeing? Yeah. Because once you open that one door, then it's a matter of how many other doors have I been closed off to? So I think it becomes like this sense of training your mind, body, and spirit to be open versus closed. Yeah. And, to, and I think yeah. there's a lot of people. Yeah. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, and to not be, it doesn't speak something to you if you change your mind all of a sudden. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, like you're saying, like yeah. all those doors yeah, are it's closed. Not like a, yeah. You didn't lose, no. son. You didn't lose. Yeah. G like you you gained. Yeah. You've gained. You're a better person. Yeah, for you've that. leveled up. Like and you can see different you have a different 100%. lens now. Yeah, you can see differently now. A hundred percent, man. Oh my god. There's so many great movies about that. Movies, yeah. movies. But like I don't know if you ever saw Dallas Buyers Club. Please people see that movie. Um uh, Matthew McConaughey won best actor for that. Um great. I uh a hundred percent great story of a person that was so he like how does this go like it's so deep i think you just need to watch the movie it's so deep but basically his story was someone that hated like homosexuality hated like the the, the idea of femininity with in terms of masculinity that that thing and hiv and aids so what happens in the story is he gets aids or <laughs> hiv or, yeah, yeah. And and he ends up being so he has to and you know it's considered a quote unquote like a a gay thing. so like when he was contracted with it he's like that's a gay disease Got I don't it. understand that yeah and he had to go through this whole process of realizing first of all that's not true yeah. and then being then he started having to be a help for people that were different from him yeah. different walks of life yeah. and he started to realize how he, the, he started to get back on the human level of seeing us as one instead of paying attention to things that separate us and it took sickness for him to see that we are one yeah and that was the story so it's just a great story about how a lot of us can sometimes no matter what the topic can be can sometimes be closed-minded to things but really we're just being scared yeah and choosing to judge yeah like pigeonholed and there's so much healing and yeah, it's so much healing when you can kind of start opening doors. It doesn't mean you have to be like all in the mix, so to speak, but it does mean about showing respect, understanding, empathy, compassion, and treating others the way you would like to be treated. Yeah, it's funny because um, we learn that when we're yeah. kids, right? And then it's like somehow mm -hmm. we grow up and we forget how to have 
empathy and compassion for each other mm. and we just kind of mm. we we become as much as like we talked about earlier like having to be selfish like we come we become at least when someone comes to us with information it seems like it's very common to think you come from the default position that you are always correct and i think if you actually flip that and you think i'm always incorrect it just it doesn't mean that you're insecure you're just reassessing information as it comes in and you can be like no no i am correct but it, it at least forces you if you're coming from the camp of i am incorrect to like assess the information mm. as it comes in and then be like okay yeah. and then you can have a decision yep. and maybe that takes you half a second over time but i think to when yeah. you always think that you're right or your opinion's right without a lot of research or being open like you're saying to just new information like you can we don't people don't even give credit for how much they're influenced by their like their parents and their upbringing whether they like it or not mm. or their parental figures i should say we don't like to admit it but it's like how many of you guys and myself included like have a political view that's similar to your parents or because you're raised in similar mm. socioeconomic backgrounds and of course, like that's how we're designed. We learn from those people. What your political view yeah. or your feelings towards another person or femininity or masculinity or, or all these things that are like hot topics, like they're polarized for mm -hmm. a reason. So I think if we can, like we mm. have to come apart before we can come together, but learning the other side, if we really took time to listen to each other, I think that we would find that we're really not that different. I, I really believe Word that. Up. <laughs> word up i'm telling you yeah. and then and then once you get to that level of understanding that we're not that different then you start to celebrate the differences yeah, they're dope the differences the differences yeah. no longer scare yeah. you no longer trigger you yeah. it's more like oh this is actually kind of dope yeah. like i actually see what okay i get it like this doesn't affect me this yeah. doesn't bother me this doesn't offend me anymore because now i'm not afraid of something that i don't understand because I've understand it that we're one. And it's it takes that's the that's the journey for all of us. Yeah. I don't care who you yeah. are. We all have I think like you said, we learn it when we're kids. And then I guess there's like this thing. I mean, some of us just are just really like some people just like I think you're you're probably one of those people that are just very nurturing and just sure. have that natural I'm lucky <laughs> like ability yeah, to just like in. mother like nature's just in yeah. you. Like yeah, like but for a lot of us we have to like relearn that. Yeah. We gotta like be reborn to a sense of like, oh snap, the system done tried to corrupt me. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I gotta change, I gotta. <laughs> yeah, like I had to learn the opposite. I had to learn to to not give everyone like a, like a way out or justify everyone's behavior. Like, mm. oh, they just think that because how they were raised, mm. it's okay. Like you, there also comes mm. a line where like, I had to learn like, that's that's not okay. Like not being so fluid, you know, like, it's okay for some mm -hmm. stuff. Like I had to learn to have an opinion, <laughs> I guess. Like I always had an opinion, mm -hmm. but I guess to voice that opinion and, and just say like, yeah, I don't like that. Or I don't really love that about yeah. you. But it's also like, it's interesting too, right? Because like I can completely love one of my friends and hate their opinion about a certain topic. And I think that a lot of people have like, this they either don't want to talk about it and speak it into truth so they won't even talk about hot topics or really really like um abrasive topics with their friends 
because they don't want to find where they're different from their friends. Everyone like seeks twinship. Oh, you're like me because this, this, and that. People very rarely value like, this is where you're different than me. But like, I value so many of the people in my life, but I had to learn this because they're so different than me because that's where I'm weak, right? So it's like, if I look at somebody and I'm like, gosh, this person has such strong opinions. My point could be, what's wrong with them? They're so close-minded. Or I could come at it from the position of, Mm. wow, that's really powerful. That's really, like they have a conviction. They know exactly what they want. I might not agree with them, but I can respect it. And learning to do that, that was like, that was cool because then it wasn't about, like you said earlier, it's not about me. You know what I mean? It has nothing to do with me. That's just their opinion. Like Mm. I'm Asian, right? If someone was like, I hate Japanese people. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like why? How does that serve you? Like what is that doing for you, right? It's not about me. It's nothing I did. It has nothing to do with me. And that's their opinion. Like good for you. Have a good life. I'm sorry you're so so close-minded. That's unfortunate. I mean, that becomes detrimental when it's hundreds of thousands of people, right? Mm. As we've learned. But if yeah, it's just a yeah, few people, yeah, like as yeah. a, on a micro scale, like one to one, I think if we can all individually, like you're saying earlier, just like be better people just by showing up for yourself, like that's how I would show up, right? Like, okay, that's not going to touch me because it's not it doesn't speak to me. It speaks for a deficiency in you. And if I honestly believe that and feel that and see that people around me will start to feel and see and be that it's just like, what, who said that? Was it what be the change? Was that Obama? Be the change you want to see in yeah, the world. No, he, he wishes. He I wishes. Obama, yeah. no, but it was, I don't uh, know who it was. <laughs> it was, uh, Gandhi. 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 Of course Gandhi it was that. Gandhi. Yeah. yeah. Gandhi was right. Right. Be the change you want to yeah, see in the, the world. Yeah, be the change you want to see in the That's world. That's so deep. What a story. People, a lot of people don't know his story. Um, Speak. Especially on. on the positive side. Uh, he, if you really get into that man, and, and he was on some uh, very commendable. And so, so one thing that a lot of people don't know with the civil rights movement, he actually had a lot to do with that. Did he really? Um, in terms of helping, yes. Um, he met, because he was doing the revolution in India which is where he, why he is who he is. He was the leader of like getting all that together out yeah, there, the and he there. helped bring that Mitch that that way of the nonviolent thing that Martin Luther King yeah. followed was from Gandhi. Oh my god! Which a lot of people do not know. They had a meeting, and he explained the reason for nonviolence and how it's important for nonviolence to actually create change oh because god. hate and hate only create more hate. So that came from Gandhi. And a lot of people don't know that. So there's a lot of levels to what how he's helped uh, this world and our ideologies. That Gandhi, yeah, Gandhi's a dope guy. Dope guy. The dopest um, guy. And, <laughs> yeah. He learned from, just so if people are looking this up, Howard Thurman was who met with Gandhi. And then Howard Thurman was with uh, Martin Luther King. And then they set up a meeting. And then that's when the vibes was shared. Or it was either... I know Howard Thurman definitely spoke to him, and then I'm not sure if they all three had a meeting or if Howard Thurman then brought the message to Martin Luther King. It was some one of those two of how it happened. Um, one thing from what you were saying though, um, and it and it, it's something that I think all of us. Well, I remember years ago someone used to ask me this question. This is something prevalent in training. That I learned when I when I worked at Equinox, I will say they they were pretty good about the way they 
they grilled us in the beginning. <laughs> um, and I'm happy I had such a great stellar education from Nick kneeling in um, AFNA. But because they would ask real questions like, so you would, say, you would have your workout set out for a client. And they would say, so you had, say you had to do wall squats and you had to like hang there for 45 seconds or an hour. Yeah. She would the the instructor or whoever the 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 whoever manager would go well why nice and it was like and she would say listen I don't want you to take this offensively I'm not don't think I'm questioning you in a negative way I just want to know why you were doing yeah why'd that. you pick that and if you can't explain to me why are you doing that exercise and you maybe you shouldn't be doing yeah. it. And it's just a way of thinking of things like why are you doing this and taking that outside of context of working out even though people that are working out on your own please start asking yourself that question because yes. you might be doing something that makes no sense and you might hurt yourself <laughs> but also um in life another f mentor of mine back in the day used to ask me she would go well whatever if whatever i would be doing say i'm partying a lot say i'm hanging out with certain kinds of people i'm dating somebody yeah. um i have different hobbies or whatever she would say well, how is that serving you yep. She's like, hey, I'm not judging you. I just want to know how is that serving you? And if you can't, and I, and I need you to answer that, like, and you don't need to share it with me, but just I want you to think about that. And it's something that always fought left with me. I would ask myself, yeah, how is this really serving me? Yeah. Whether So whatever decision, whatever ideal you have, whatever way you're looking at life, whatever way you you choose to react to the things that we're dealing with today. I think the question, because you did ask me, so what was my answer to what I would suggest to people? I would say to think about whatever your way of life is, whatever the things you're choosing to spend your time on, without with love and compassion, do not be hard on yourself. Please do not beat yourself up because I do it all the time. Um, ask yourself, how is this serving me? And then the follow-up to that, or maybe the the preface to that, I can't believe I just said preface, uh, <laughs> but the, maybe the, the, the beginning of that might be what new information have you been bringing into your world? Interesting. Because yeah. no matter what is going on and how much we can create and all of us are not able to necessarily build new things per se, but we can be taking in new information. We can be learning something. So the question becomes, I think I would suggest is to bring in some new information. And what is that information? And then ask yourself, how is this serving me? Yeah. And I think those two things, those two building blocks, although will not be, uh, will not create complete harmony in your house, will not make you the happiest person in the world, but it damn sure will help you be more rooted and have a better understanding and help you be elevating at least as so when this is over you know or when we transition to whatever the next phase of this will look like um you are a greater person for that yeah i agree with um you. and i think yeah 100 percent. how is that serving you and what information are you bringing and are you bringing any new information at all please god please be <laughs> <laughs> putting in some new information yeah <laughs> like yo learn a trade something something man learn how to paint something learn how to create shoelaces i don't care what it is like something something it can be fun it doesn't have to be like this deep ish all the time just have some fun with I, it jesus we yeah, need it i agree oh. it's the time to like just reassess relook and see like like you're saying like what are you bringing what do you bring Right. Like if we all were in a community, what are you going to bring to the to the party? Like, what do you have to offer 
the rest of humanity. Like we just talked about Gandhi and all the things that he like still is having impact in the world. I think that's what, like, you know, I think like I listen to it or I used to listen to like a lot of Tony, Tony Robbins. Right. And he's like, people are boiled down to like these five things. Right. And they, they have drives. And like one of those things is like power and, and there's, there's many ways to get power, but it's funny how, even if you don't think that you're seeking power, even just having impact is so powerful, right? And so it's like, how can I leave an impact? How can I leave basically like my legacy or something that's important that hopefully like helps improve humanity? Like each one of us has the capacity to do that. So why not mm-hmm. like try, at least try to make the world a better place from your vision. And it's going to look different than somebody else's vision. There's terrible people in history who have tried to impact the world. And it's a terrible vision, uh, like AKA Hitler. Like that mm-hmm. was not a good vision of the perfect world. Right. Mm-hmm. But he tried. Yeah. And it's like, if someone yeah. that terrible can try, like there's really good people out there who can kill it. Facts. Right. Facts. Like, Brent, you have and something it sucks special that the good in you. People, but yeah, it sucks that the good people. Yeah, not nah, yeah. This is such a pa- passionate conversation, yeah. and the coffee's kicking in too. Don't get it twisted. The coffee is on fire right now. Um, but like, um, but yeah, it just sucks that often us good people are part of that high standard bunch, and that high standard bunch is so can often be so critical of our own stuff. Yeah that it stops us from putting things out. So yeah, the world never gets to see putting myself <laughs> Yeah, man, I'm putting putting us in putting me in that box. We all it's just a matter of saying, yo, just 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 try cuz I know people are listening to this right now and I know in my spirit that each and every one of us has things within us that we want to create that we have not created yet. I know for a fact that there are thoughts that have been following us for months, years some of us for a lifetime of dreams that we've wanted to do things that we started we stop we start you know we start doubting ourselves we put it out there didn't work out um we stop dreaming about it we stop we come sometimes we force ourselves to try to forget about it but it still keeps knocking at the door and i know all of us have something some of that in us and with this talk with this episode i just hope that each one of us just whatever that is for you just take a step a new step towards it and that's it and just see what happens write it down whatever that new step is you know just something new that you can actually see and you can actually say i did that and just see what that feels like and see what happens and then if you get some momentum then do a second step and a third step and don't even necessarily pay attention to the outcome yet just pay attention to the fact just be happy and thankful to be alive so that you can even make these steps towards something that is obviously in your heart. Whatever that is, a person, an idea, uh, whatever it could be. You know, yeah. um, I just, yeah, that, that's from the spirit on this one. That's, that's the vibe I'm getting from this episode. I'm so thankful for yeah. it because it's, it's really making me reflect and it's, it's kind of igniting some flames. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I'm hoping people are feeling that. Yeah, I hope so too. I hope people are feeling that out there. I think it's really important to just do it and it's not going to be perfect. Like, don't over... I just did that with the first episode of the podcast. I was like, Naomi, don't listen to it more than once. Like, just put that intro, that outro. You just uh, gonna just publish 100%. it. <laughs> like, don't listen to 100%. it because it would have never gone out there. I don't listen. No, don't listen. 
<laughs> listen, I don't I don't listen to my, I I do one strong edit, yeah. like one listen round to make sure I didn't like drop anything or the sound yeah. and that is yeah, it. Same. I don't listen to episodes again. Nope. Um nope, nope, nope. And rarely, rarely. Like I've done it maybe twice. And and it, yeah, a lot of that is because of that criticism. I'm like, yo, now I, I make sure I get better, don't get it twisted. Like I'll like you know, get better. But at the same time, if it's taking away from you building, then sometimes it's best to just ignore that. I, yeah, <laughs> like, that. right? Like, put it out yeah. there. Have a good time. Seeing, seeing when something is in your, like, part of your personality might be in the way and just being like, all right, I don't need that right now. It serves me at these times and these times and maybe not this one. And I think that's, I think that's smart, right? And it lets the world see like a lot of your genius that maybe they wouldn't have seen before. And I think that's true for like tons of people listening to this, like just do it. Don't even think twice. Who cares what other people think or say? Everyone's trying new things anyways. Reinvent yourself, do something. It's gonna be great. We support you. Or, and literally, you're literally doing that. Like at the, this is, you're, you're doing a new podcast. This is oh, a, a perfect example yeah. of what we're saying. See? Like you're literally, trying you learned how to do hellish stuff yeah. like you heard programs yeah. you're now doing a podcast episode yeah. with two t- from two different locations people have been doing this for years don't even know how to do how to do what yeah, we're doing see? right now look so it's like <laughs> that's just so yeah it's, it's crazy look look at that look at that yeah. let's hope this gets published oh i think it'll work i out. think it'll all work out um by the way, what is your name or your pop? Oh. The people need to know. Oh, like, have, did we do a, a, a good introduction? Jeez, we got so into I think it. We, yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> remember, guys. I'm Naomi. My podcast is Mindful Movement. We focus on psychology, movement, and nutrition. <laughs> so I like to mold all the things that I like together. But yeah, did we intro you properly? But yeah, my name is Kamal X. I have a podcast called A Quest Supreme. Um, it's pretty much about. <laughs> it's just about the journey of life that we're all on and trying to make it as supreme as possible and finding ourselves that's how i would kind of put it and a lot of randomness in between that i love that um but yeah i'm just having fun i'm just having fun man yeah. good vibes Sending i just want to have good vibes all good along vibes. the way good vibes yeah man so man what a conversation like geez i got a lot to think about that was good this is good too because for me this is the first time i've done uh, a, a podcast with a guest um so this is actually kind of cool i hope the, the the listeners like the vibe a different energy for sure definitely want to yeah. do this again definitely want to have you yes. back for sure 100 percent. likewise um um i learned a lot yes and I de- it definitely ignited a lot of things i think a lot of us have been have been in these deep moments so our deep reflection so i think it's good when something can come up and just help us redirect things that we know and put it in a way that now can like help benefit and serve us because it's like more centered i don't know just it reignited something in me that i think was a little bit more scattered if that makes sense so it's time to go appreciate this episode yeah (laughs) 100 100 cool well thanks for joining us today everyone we hope you learned something. It's been a blast. We'll be back. 100%. 100% though. 100% though. Uh, peace and light. <laughs> yep. I don't have an outro thing I say, but we'll just say what Kamal says. You know, on my first episode, I said peace and light, and that's how I referenced you. 
Did you know oh, that? Oh, yeah? Oh, I yep. heard it. I, I love the, the shout-out you gave me, too. It was so it nice. Yeah, I was like, like was my so friend nice. Kamal says, peace and light. So I got to find my own thing. Oh, you know what I do do that we have to do right now? What? In my podcast, at the end, we shout out like a small artist or somebody uh, who's doing something new. So in episode one, I shouted you out. So in this one, mm-hmm. we have to shout out somebody. Do you have someone? If not, I have someone. I know I put you on the spot right now. I did not prep uh, Kamal for this, you guys. You, you go you go first, <laughs> and then I'll quickly find that person. Okay. So I actually stumbled upon one of my... This is actually a friend that I've had in my life for a real long time who I never talked to, Michael Graham. I was on Instagram, and he just started his own podcast, and it's called... It's like some weird, it's like, I'll say what's up to that. And he has a really deep voice and he podcasts about really cool stuff. I just listened to his one on sharks. So I will link him in the show notes. I'll make sure Kamal links him in his show notes, but he just started his podcast. So give it a listen. If it's your vibe, keep it. If not, just say what's up to Michael Graham. Cause he's a cool guy. Mm, nice, nice, nice. And for me, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I got a lot sorry. of cool friends. <laughs> got a lot of cool friends. Um, I'll pick somebody new. Um, it's a guy. He's a photographer out of um, the uh, the Bay Area, and it was mm-hmm. random because I met him. I took a. I ended up taking a portrait of him without realizing it. Like I followed him before I met him. And so I was following him already. And then we were at a protest and I was looking for someone to take a picture in front of this nice thing on the wall. And I was like, hey, man, you, could you come over here and take a, <laughs> take a picture of you right here? And then I, he gives me his card. I'm like, oh, snap. I didn't notice until I got home because I looked at the card later. I'm like, oh, you're the dude yeah. that I follow on Instagram. So <laughs> we connected from that. It was like the weirdest, dopest way to meet somebody. And oh we've had a cool like vibe and he's been very supportive. I support his stuff too. And it's just dope to have like photographers supporting each other and just sharing our vision. So I'll definitely put him out. He's someone I think people should follow um, okay. and show support to. He's definitely a good hearted person that's putting content out that I think really matters and just will brighten up your day. You know, something that's positive, something that, you know, to take your mind off things anyway. So his name um, is Mez. And his Instagram is I am, wait, I sorry, <laughs> I am Omez, and I'm gonna spell it, okay? So I A M O M E E Z, okay? I am Omez, I think I cannot pronounce it, but he's amazing, <laughs> he's dope. I think you guys should follow him. Definitely sharing the light out there. So that's that's my person for sure. I love it. Cool. Cool beans. All right, y'all. Peace. Peace.